0: What's going on everybody and welcome to Positive Feedback with Martwan Williams. That is right. You're listening to the Positive Feedback podcast episode number one. You are very important because you are listening to the first episode in this entire podcast series. You should like literally stop and just give yourself a round of applause because you are amazing. So, hey, the point of this podcast is just essentially to just be a voice of positivity. I feel like there's so much negativity going on in our world uh, that it would be great to have a little bit of positive reinforcement every once in a while. So um, the next couple of episodes, we're just gonna be talking about different positive uh, aspects uh, of how to live life. Uh, we talk about some dating here. We talk about um, like like how to change your outlook on life. Just a bunch of different things. And I'm really glad you're listening. And hopefully I can uh, keep your attention and keep you listening and keep you uh, telling friends about this podcast. Um, you know, there's a podcast. There's... Uh, uh, there's a blog, there's there's so much that's in the works and I'm just really glad that you're a part of this and I'm super glad that you are on this journey with me. So, episode number one, Pod- Positivity 101. Stop focusing on dumb stuff. That's the title of this podcast. Positivity 101, stop focusing on dumb stuff. So, I don't know about you, but I, I, I kind of hate the fact that my brain always seems to focus on the negative, right? I mean, can you relate to either one of these scenarios? So sometimes when people like offer to do nice things for me, instead of graciously accepting, I almost immediately wonder what they might be expecting in return. Can you relate to that? Um, Or what about this? Even though in life, like, Life is generally pretty good, right? Got food to eat, place to live, uh, family and friends who love me. I tend to focus on the one or two things in life that aren't so great, right? Uh, The things that honestly don't even really matter. Uh, Sometimes those things are the things that take up the most space in my head. Can you relate to that? If you identify with me, if you identify with either one of these scenarios, the good news is that we are not crazy. This is a real thing. Uh, psychologists call this phenomenon the negativity bias and basically the negativity bias deals with the human tendency to be much more likely to be influenced by and to recall negative experiences instead of the neutral or positive experiences so let's get kind of technical for a second right just indulge me Um, so basically research has discovered that the alarm bell of your brain aka the amygdala Essentially, you've got uh, you got two of these little almond shaped regions on on both sides of your head. That's the amygdala. So the amygdala uses about two thirds of its neurons to look for bad news. So basically, it's it's pretty much primed to go negative. And once it sounds the alarm, uh, negative events and experiences get quickly stored in your memory in contrast to uh, positive events and experiences which usually need to be held in aware- awareness for uh, a dozen or more seconds to transfer from short-term memory buffers to long-term storage. So in short, like all the technical uh, uh, language aside, in short, I like to say, pretty much my brain hates me. Okay, that's my, that might be a little extreme, but sometimes it sure does feel that way, right? Now, here's the thing, I'm no doctor and I'm not a psychiatrist, but I have good news. I think that we can change the way our brain works, thus changing the lens through which we see the world. Now, obviously, it's gonna take some work, but I believe it can be done because I've started to to retrain my brain, and I think you should too. So here's the thing about our brains. Our brains are used to predominantly, they're used to thinking predominantly bad thoughts all the time with the occasional spurt of positive thoughts here and there, right? So like, think about that. Our brain is pretty much used to thinking predominantly bad thoughts all the time, bad thoughts. And occasionally, you'll have a spurt of positive thoughts here and there. So here's the thing. Focusing on nothing but negativity robs you of the life God intended for you to live, which is a fulfilled and prosperous life. So here's the thing. After after learning this, I began to wonder What would happen if I switched that process? I wondered, first I actually wondered, is it even possible to switch the process? I wondered if I could train my brain to think predominantly positive thoughts with the occasional spurt of negative thoughts here and there, right? I wondered if I could change the pattern of how my brain is used to working. I wondered if I could predominantly think positive thoughts with the occasional spurt of negative thoughts here and there. Because really, it all starts with a choice, right? It all starts with a choice, so I chose to make a commitment to see beauty and positivity in every situation, literally every situation. It starts with a choice, and I chose to make a commitment to see beauty in even the most craziest of situations. So not too long after I said that and made that commitment, I was put to the test, right? Of course, that's the way it goes all the time. So um, for those of you who may or may not know, Ria, my wife, uh, she works as a uh, freelance casting producer. And um, and the show that she had been working on for about 10 weeks uh, was coming to an end and she didn't have anything else coming up after that. So like, basically, she was gonna be out of a job, right? And so four weeks went by and she still didn't get a gig. After her last gig ended, four weeks went by and she still didn't get a gig. Right. So instantly, instantly, my brain instantly began to go to the normal patterns of negativity. It went back to what it normally does. It, it does what it normally does and just went straight to negativity. Now, here's the backstory on this. Uh, the backstory is that I haven't worked since January. Right. Um, January of this year, I left my job, my full time, 40 hour a week with benefits job took a leap of faith, uh, if you will, Uh, took a leap of faith. I wanted to focus on school. And so I did that. I left that job and pretty much Rhea has been carrying the financial load in our house for this season. Right. Um, So like when that happened, right, you know, Rhea doesn't have a gig. my, My brain instantly thought that we would get evicted from our apartment, like instantly. The first thing is like we're gonna get evicted. Um, um, I immediately thought like that our bills would just pile up and we'd eventually be living in our car. Right. That that my brain went so extreme negative that it was actually quite interesting and astonishing. But in that moment, I chose. I chose. I chose to see the beauty and what my brain told me was a time to focus on negativity. Right. So instead of thinking the negative, I I. Literally Literally made a conscious decision to start thinking okay you know what we have a pantry full of food um, we, we have a home to live in we we have cars to drive we have money in our account and and the bills are already paid so we have a little time right so but the thing is like that didn't change my reality right Rhea still hadn't got a gig yet but what changed was my perspective because I chose to see the positive in the situation, I chose to see the beauty and even what, what I, in, in something that could seem so chaotic. So another situation that happened was, of, uh, you know, it's like you make these declarations; you're going to be committed to seeing beauty and positivity. Stuff starts coming to actually like see if this is true. Um, another situation that happened was uh, recently, very recently, I got a phone call that my only sister had passed away. I mean, I was heartbroken and, I mean, sad and just grief-stricken in the most uh, uh, deepest way you could possibly imagine. And of course, of course, of course, um, in addition to my grieving, my brain decided it wanted to go crazy, right? My brain went back to its normal tendencies. My brain started to think of all the negative things. That negative bias kicked right in. But in that moment, once again, I chose even in something so heartbreaking and so like, just to be honest with you, just life changing and life altering, I chose to see the beauty in even that tragic moment. I began to focus on the fact that like, my sister and I had a great relationship. I began to shift my focus from negativity to to the fact that my sister impacted the lives of so many people. I began to focus on the fact that even though she was gone, I still have memories that last forever. So, I mean, during my grieving process, which I'm very much still in, focusing on those thoughts instead of the other thoughts have literally helped me tremendously. Now, I'm not saying that that you should lie to yourself because realistically, that will get you nowhere. And I'm not saying that that, that you should tell yourself these lies every day. I'm not saying that you should never be honest with what's happening in your space and in your world. That's not what I'm saying at all. I am just saying, however, that you shouldn't allow those thoughts to dominate your life. You shouldn't allow the negative thoughts to dominate your life. I'm not saying you shouldn't be honest with yourself, but you shouldn't allow those negative thoughts to dominate your life. So I've done something. I've incorporated something into my life called the 90-second rule. I actually got this from the great Tony Robbins. Um, I've I've incorporated this into my life. And basically what the 90-second rule is is I take 90 seconds. And I pretty much just sit and sulk and have a pity party for 90 seconds, though. 90 seconds. I only take 90 seconds, and I just I just let it all sink in and just just have a real moment and just say, uh, you know, have a pity party essentially for 90 seconds only. So the reality is, I believe that we as humans, we live in two states, and we have the ability to choose which of these states we want to live in. I believe that we as humans, live in two states and we have the ability to choose which of these two states we are living in. We can choose to live in a state of suffering or a state of beauty. So when I'm in my 90 seconds, essentially what I'm doing is I'm intentionally choosing to live in a state of suffering. In that moment, I'm choosing to live in a state of suffering only for 90 seconds. Now, after my 90 seconds is up, I once again, I choose to go back to a state of beauty because your ability to live in a constant state of beauty depends solely on your ability to see beauty in even chaos. Because the point of this all, again, is to allow my brain to have spurts of negativity. Remember, remember, our brains tend to dominate our mind with negative thoughts always, but the occasional positive thought here and there. So what we wanna do is we wanna train our brains to do the opposite. We wanna live in that positive space. We wanna live in a beautiful state with the occasional negative moment here and there, which is the point of the 90-second rule, okay? So I've been doing this for a couple weeks, and I mean, my outlook on life has really changed. It's drastically been changed. I I, I feel more at peace. Like, when I go on job interviews, because I'm getting back into the job market, I've gone on interviews and I have just so much more peace. I feel like I've honestly added years to my life by not stressing out all the time, by not being so stressed and choosing to see beauty in even the most chaotic of situations. Because once again, I I believe we as humans can live, we live in two states, only two. A suffering state or a state of beauty. And I'm choosing to live in that state of beauty. So the thing is though, like this concept of focusing on the positive, isn't something new. It isn't something that I just made up. I would love to have, you know, just made this up and I could probably be a millionaire now, but the reality is I did not create this. I did not create this idea of focusing on the positive and, uh, focusing on only the good things. Right? So just for a second, I want to take you to a passage in scripture. Okay. Um, Philippians four and eight. All right. Um, This is what it says. Okay, it says, summing it up, friends, I say to you, you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly things to praise, not things to curse. Now, I want to read that one more time, but I actually want you to just uh, like like. I actually want you to feel this moment. I want you to feel these words. I want you to think about what that looks like for your life, okay? Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. See, this this letter, the Apostle Paul, if you know anything about scripture, the Apostle Paul wrote this letter to uh, a church in Philippi, the Philippian church. And I mean, without getting into a deep theological history conversation here, Paul wrote this letter to the church years ago, years ago, okay, imploring them to focus on and meditate only on good things, only on the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. So this concept is not new. This is something that has been around for ages. Obviously, Paul had a deep understanding of what focusing on the good could do instead of focusing on the negative. So I challenge you, all right? Here's the challenge part of this. I challenge you to incorporate These three things into your day, and just see if you you begin to notice a change in your overall disposition. Only three things, not that much, not that hard. Okay, only three things that I I challenge you to incorporate into your day, and see if you notice a change. Maybe in a week or two weeks, see if you notice a change in your overall disposition. And these are just things that I've incorporated, and I'm just sharing them with you. Um, I don't know if it's universal. I don't know if it'll work for everybody, but I have have the strangest suspicion that it might, okay? So here's the first thing. First thing you should do is spend at minimum, I mean minimum, 10 minutes of every day thinking about things that you're grateful for and a time in your life when you were most happiest, okay? So that's the first thing. Spend at minimum 10 minutes of every day thinking of things you're grateful for and a time in your life when you were most happiest. Okay. So ideally you want to try to do this in a quiet space. Okay. Like, um, I don't know if you, if you even have the luxury of having a quiet space, but maybe if your house is really loud, maybe you get up and do this before everyone wakes up. Um, or maybe you do this. Um, I don't know with headphones on or something. Um, so what you want to do though is you want to be intentional about focusing on only what you are grateful for, okay? So I, I typically do this in the morning. Um, I, I typically don't do anything before I do this. Um, you know, meditation, if you will. Um, some people call it priming, whatever you wanna call it. But I usually do this in the morning and I put my headphones in and I listen to like a meditation playlist. It's just like really soft, uh, beautiful, relaxing music. And what I'm doing is I'm just choosing to intentionally think about things that I'm grateful for and after I do that for a couple minutes I I I switch and I focus on the times in my life where I was most happiest okay so again 10 minutes minimum today I did this and I spent maybe like an hour and 10 minutes doing it Okay. Now, it took time for me to get to that, but honestly, you'll start to crave these moments. You'll start to crave the moment in your day where it's quiet, where it's still, and you'll find that you'll actually get pleasure of thinking of, from thinking about the things you're grateful for. You'll actually start to get pleasure out of thinking about the times that you are most happiest in your life. You will crave this time. Like I said, I usually do this in the morning. So now, what you wanna do is I mean, really close your eyes, right? And think about the things you're grateful for. Literally visualize those things. Like you'll find that as you, the more you do this, the things you're grateful for will start to change. So for example, close your eyes and begin to think about one thing that you're grateful for right now. Just think about one thing. For me, it's I'm grateful for my heart because without my heart, I would not live, right? So close your eyes. Think about that one thing. Maybe that one thing you're grateful for is family. Or maybe that one thing you're grateful for is your home. But think about that one thing and literally visualize it with your eyes closed. Visualize it in your mind. For me, like, I literally see a heart pumping blood. It it, it brings me great satisfaction, to know that I have a heart that is beating and that is keeping me alive right now. So that's what I do. I I encourage you to do that too. And when you're in this space in your day, preferably in the morning, think about that thing. And and if you're doing it for a minimum 10 minutes, you should be able to get through a couple of things. Think about different things and literally visualize. If you're thankful for a person, think about that person, get that person, get get an image of that person in your head. If you're grateful for your kids, get an image of your kids in your head. You want to literally visualize this, and I would be I would be surprised if you don't if you do after you do this enough, like you, you you'll not start to notice that you're actually smiling thinking about the things you're grateful for. Uh, when you're thinking about the times you're most happy, like try to go back to that day, that time in your mind. So maybe for some of you. The most happiest day of your life was your wedding day. I know it was for me. Go back to that moment in your mind. Try to remember the smells you smell. Try to remember the sounds you heard. Try to remember the way you felt. Maybe for someone else, it was uh, the time you went to to Hawaii. And you were sitting on the beach drinking a, a pina colada or not. But literally try to go back to the space, the time, and relive that moment, okay? So that's the first thing. 10 minutes of your day minimum, preferably in the morning, okay? Uh, second thing. Second thing you wanna do is, this is, a, this is a challenging one, okay? When even the most chaotic of things happen throughout your day, name three things that are beautiful about that situation. Okay, once again, when something even most chaotic thing happens in your day because it will happen right it will happen one of the worst things that 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 happens is is when things catch us off guard but if i think if we're prepared for them we can go through it a little better so the reality is something might throw your day off and and, and even when the most when the most chaotic of things happen you have to intentionally name three things about that situation that are beautiful three things that are beautiful now this will be hard to do at the beginning because our brains are not used to doing this our brains do not want to find the positive as a matter of fact when you think about positive things in 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 chaotic situations you will feel awkward you will feel weird people will think you are crazy but you want to do this okay think about the most beautiful thing even in that moment of chaos Okay, I mean, It might sound easy to some of you, but you'll see how hard it actually is. I mean let's let's take for example, the most, I don't know, driving to work and you got a flat tire. That's pretty chaotic, right? Three things find the beauty in that. like one, you got a flat tire, which means you were driving a car. That's beautiful. You got a flat tire on your way to work. A job. You have a job, that's beautiful. You are able to get out of the car and either change the flat tire or call AAA. That means you're alive. the The, the flat tire didn't make you crash into other people. You are alive, so do that. Find three beautiful things in even the most chaotic of situations. Okay. Lastly. You have to have your 90-second moment at some point of your day, maybe in the evening, okay? You might even need to do this more than once. Now, ideally, you don't want to do this 50 times a day because then you're just surrounding yourself with negativity all day. But it is important that you have your 90-second moment to just kind of, you know, just be real with what's going on. All right. Have a 90 second moment because you will need that if you're if you're intentionally trying to be positive all day, you will need that space to get that that to to feed that negative itch, if you will. Okay. so let's review three things to incorporate into your day. All right. That will help you. Uh, just be overall more positive and 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 help you to stop focusing on dumb stuff, to be honest. First thing, let's review. First thing is spend at minimum 10 minutes of your day meditating, priming, whatever you want to call it. Um, thinking of things that you are grateful for and thinking of a time in your life when you are most happiest. Okay, 10 minutes at minimum. Now, typically what I do is I do that and then I maybe do some breathing exercises and then I, I pray. And then I may read some scripture. Uh, this, this time actually turns into a whole morning ritual. So you can evolve this into whatever you'd like, but at minimum, you want to spend time thinking of things you're grateful for. That's I started like this every time. I think of things I'm grateful for, and I remember a time in my life when I was most happy. That's the first thing, okay? Second thing, when even the most chaotic of things happen in your day, you have to be intentional about finding three things that are beautiful about that situation. Maybe you should write them down, maybe put them in your phone, whatever. Three things that are beautiful about even the most chaotic of situations. And lastly, have a 90-second moment. Have Make sure you maybe, have, maybe plan it out. Have those 90-second moments in your day to where you can just be honest and just have a pity party, if you will. I won't even say be honest because uh, these, these positive thoughts are honest, too, but have a moment. Have a moment. I rather where you allow yourself ninety seconds to go back into your old patterns. Okay, because at the end of the day, when our perspective is correct, we will see that there's actually more good things happening to us than bad things. If we train our minds to focus on the positive, to focus on the good things, we will actually begin to see that there are more good things happening to us than bad. Like really quickly, I want to share a story with you. My my father-in-law, uh, Ria's dad, he's amazing. He's an amazing guy. He's super awesome. He's literally one of the most positive guys I know. He is one of the most positive men you will ever meet. Okay, no, I am serious. One of the most positive guys you will ever meet. He is always smiling he is always uh, happy. I don't know if I've ever seen him angry. I don't know if I've ever seen him upset. He literally is the most positive guy you will ever meet. Okay, like there's a picture of him at our wedding. Uh, he, it's the moment where the, I guess where you know where the, where the where the minister says, "Who giveth this bride?" My father-in-law with the biggest smile on his face. I do. Now that tells me one of two things. One, that tells me that he really wanted to get rid of Rhea, or two, he was just genuinely happy, uh, he has shared stories with me, right, like, so there was a time, Rhea told me a story about, like, they were in a, in a, in their van, and their van, like, like, caught fire on the freeway, right, so, you know, I asked Rhea's dad about this, and he's like, yeah, man, it was crazy, it was crazy, but we survived, it's all good, we had to run for our lives, but it's all good, and I'm like, dad, that's crazy, second, another thing that happened, another thing is like, so, uh, long story short, like, my father-in-law, some somebody took the plate off of his car, and put the plates of a stolen car on his car, now, he gets home, he works, he gets off work at like 1 and 2 a.m., so he's driving home, it's super late, he gets pulled over, and the police, you know, they run this plate and they're like, "Oh, this is a stolen car." And it's like, really, it's not, but they think it is a stolen car. And and the plate that they ran probably had like the person came back with warrants, whatever. So on the 110 freeway, I don't know where you're at, but the 110 freeway, you know, one of the biggest freeways. It's about 2 a.m. He's pulled over, and and pretty much police. There's police everywhere. They pull him out of the car. They tell me they order him to get out of the car. He's laying on the ground flat on the ground, and he, he I mean, he said he's, he, after he's telling me the story, he's like, I was scared for my life, I thought I was gonna die, I thought that was it, but he ended the story by saying, but I'm alive, Marty, it's cool, man, people call me Marty sometimes, like, I'm alive, man, it's cool, and the thing is, is my father-in-law is not crazy, he doesn't have, he, he's not missing uh, some sort of uh, chromosome or, 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 or whatever that makes him not be able to feel my father-in-law has just understood the importance of seeing the positive, seeing the beauty in every situation. Because he does that, his disposition is just a disposition of genuine happiness. And I just feel like if our position, if our disposition is uh, is from a place of just genuine happiness, how much better would our lives be? I mean how 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 much how much more fulfilling would our lives be how much more peace would we have how much more like joy would we have how much how much more enjoying enjoyment would we get out of life if we focused more on the beautiful things instead of the tragedy instead of the crazy things that are happening how much more happy would we be if we focused on the good things One last thing I want to read to you is another passage of scripture. Um, It's from a book in the Bible called Habakkuk uh, 3 and 17. And it says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. So the brief backstory of this is that basically like some chaos has taken place. But this prophet Habakkuk is saying, you know what, even though chaos has ensued, I still am gonna rejoice. So I don't know like what your situation is like, but I would encourage you, I would implore you Instead of focusing on the negativity, instead of focusing on all of the bad, how about you just for a week challenge yourself to start to see the beauty in everything, even the most chaotic of situations, challenge yourself to find the beauty in it, all right? So that's my, uh, my positive feedback for today positivity 101 stop focusing on dumb stuff i hope you've enjoyed this and i i actually hope you get something out of this um so hey um we also have a positive feedback newsletter um basically you will get inspirational newsletters to your email super amazing you should sign up you should subscribe it's great it's good So what you can do is you can go to my website, uh, martwanwilliams.com, martwanwilliams.com. And then on the left, you'll see a uh, a heading that says newsletter. Click on newsletter, and it will take you to a page where you can sign up to receive our inspirational newsletter. Once again, go to martwanwilliams.com, M-A-R-T-O-I-N-N-E, williams.com the newsletter section and sign up for the newsletter. And don't just sign up, sign other people up too. Um, Once again, there is just so much negativity in our world and I just endeavor to be a voice of positive reinforcement in your life. Because at the end of the day, negativity, focusing on nothing but the negative, completely robs you of the life God intended for you to live. And that is a fulfilled and prosperous life, but it all begins with a choice, and I would implore you to choose beauty. Thanks for listening. See you next time.